Welcome to Crime Crazy, the weekly true crime podcast with Aaron Plyme and Diana Seacon, where we prove that we know nothing about our legal system, but we're still crazy for a good true crime story. Yeah, we are. We are also crazy about our sponsors, Courtney Ellis, David Hatt, and Paul Schrader. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Show sponsors support Crime Crazy through Patreon. I don't know why that came out in so many syllables. <laughs> At the $10 per month level or above. Thank you. It's awesome. Thank you, guys. If you'd like to support Crime Crazy, just go to our website, crimecrazy.com. There you can check out our Patreon or buy us a coffee. We also give shout outs for reviews, which I don't have any new ones right now. So go leave one of those. Yeah. And follow us on all the social medias at Crime Crazy Pod. I think we're on all of them. Maybe yeah. not. There might be some new ones. I'm super old. I don't. It's true. I don't it, there there are, things. in fact, a lot that we are not on, but I feel like we are on all the age appropriate ones. So, yeah, I just, yeah, that's enough. i feel like that's the most elderly statement i've made lately like that's just we don't need any more social media platforms what would we even do with slack (laughs) (laughs) um so diana it is getting near the end of the month it is getting near the end of the month you know what that means it means that i'm going to tell you about all of our awesome patreons at the beginning of the next month well, kind of, but it means a couple other things first. All right, For, you're going to have to help me out here. Okay, so it means it's Halloween, and uh, I'm a Halloween fan. I've noticed this. I, right? <laughs> it speaks to me on some, like, basic white girl level, I think is really what's happening here. <laughs> I do not like pumpkin spice, but I am a big fan of pumpkins that drip blood. Mm, I'm fan of pumpkins that are full of candy that my kid can't eat, so I have to. You know, we went to Michael's today because that is what you do every Sunday. Mm-hmm. At least that's what I do every Sunday. And uh, I saw Reese's pumpkins, which are the best of the Reese's mm. cups, are the ones in special shapes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I really wanted one, so I had to buy four um, because everyone was with me. And Sophie's like, is that candy? I was like, yes, because mommy wanted one pumpkin. She has to buy all of these pumpkins. (laughs) But was it delicious? Amazingly delicious. But I really wanted more than one. Turns out I wanted two. Yeah, I have a pretty serious Reese's problem. They're... I think they have crack in them, honestly. They might. They're really tasty. They're really tasty. They're really tasty. Damn it. Now I want more Reese's. Okay. So what else? Halloween. One is Halloween. And two is that we're going to take a little crime crazy break. A what? I know. So did we decide how long it was going to be? We did not. Well... So we may be back sooner rather than later because we're a little <laughs> bit addicted to podcasting. But we're going to take a little holiday break yes. right before the most important or right after the most important holiday, which is Halloween. And um, <laughs> maybe lasting through the next most important holiday, which is repeal day. There you go. I was like, what What a holiday is Diana going to say is the next most important one? <laughs> you know, I mostly gotcha. like holidays that revolve around drinking. I mean, 
Fair. Um, so we're going to take a little break, but yes. while we are taking a little break, we are going to post some classic episodes. Yes. Because our listenership has grown like crazy. So we don't know if you've all gone back and listened to the old stuff. So we're going to pick out some of our favorites and be posting those. If you have any suggestions, we are all ears. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. But you won't have to go without for very long. And I, did you have a little something else in mind? Did I? You did. You tell me. I don't remember. <laughs> um, we are going to, on a weekly basis, still tell you what we learned. Oh, yes. My spinoff. <laughs> yes. So, All right. So see, here is why we're taking a break, guys, because Aaron can't remember from one minute to the next <laughs> and needs a little break. Yeah. It has been a really extraordinary year. <laughs> It has. It has been a lot. And I feel like uh, for as often as we've been a little bit late or missing, we've actually done a pretty good job considering. I think so. I think so. So So we're going to take a little break. We're going to get our poop in a group. Uh, I'm not putting my poop in a group. That's disgusting. I mean, I... No, I'm just not even going to say what I was thinking because that okay. is also disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, so there will be a spinoff. A special shout out to Dave, who is going to text me, what were you thinking that you didn't say? And I'm going to have forgotten that I said anything. And by that time, I will have forgotten what I meant. So <laughs> this, again, is why we're taking a break. Um, yes. So we are crazy because it has been an extraordinary year. We're going to regroup. We're going to come back at you in a few weeks. Yes. But in the meantime, definitely keep checking the feed because we will have a couple of things. We'll have all of our episodes Mm -hmm. that were our favorites or your suggested favorites. And then we will also have our our little crime crazy spinoff, What I Learned This Week. Yay! Which I'm excited about because that is just fun and very rarely contains bad news. Right. And I've got so many saved up. Uh, me too. Plus <laughs> all of Reddit. Yeah. I, I might have to check out this Reddit situation. God, you're old. So I just got done telling Dave not to text me because I'm not going to remember what it is at that point. And he sent me a text as it, Aaron is telling me that I'm old that says we're old. Well, it's been confirmed. <laughs> um, end of episode. See y'all in a month. He's older than I am. Mm. All right. Well, <laughs> but we can't alienate our our patron spon- patreon sponsors uh, i've been so- trying to alienate him for 25 years <laughs> <laughs> instead of potentially succeeding i'm gonna ask you if you learned anything this week oh my god so i didn't learn it this week i've been sitting on it but i'm just as excited about it now as i was when i found it out okay so i know that you and i do not have these people in our lives but you know what a butler is right (laughs) yes okay and no I do not have one in my life no I wouldn't even know what to do no I'd like make him sit down and pour us both drinks right right okay so do you know what the verb that a butler performs is I do oh my god I do know that it is great it's a bottle. Would, would you like to say it? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it is such a fun word to say. It is. It's right up there with burgled. Bottled. 
Yes. It's actually better than Burgle. It is better than Burgle. So yes, should you ever uh, become in a situation where you get to have a, a butler, you will get to uh, tell him how he must buttle for you. <laughs> I feel like there would be like buttling evaluations. Oh, yes. so- <laughs> you could get your buttling bonus. <laughs> oh my God. This is why I can never be filthy rich. I would be the worst person in the world to be. Oh my gosh. Yeah. No, I'm... Yep. Yeah. 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 Call yeah. me if you uh, ever get there. Cause I'll come be bad with you. Oh my God. We would be the worst. <laughs> we'll just drink with our butler and we'll be like, how come you didn't buttle today? I already have like a candidate drunk. for our butler. How, where would you find a butler? Oh, he's not a butler. Oh, you're just going to make him buttle for you. <laughs> so. All right. I'll so, check yeah. into that later. Buttle. Buttle. <laughs> Aw. That's such a happy, cute fact to go right before my horrific crime story that I brought to you this week. <laughs> uh, I do what I can. Yeah. But yeah, I found that out. It was actually, so I found it out in a listicle called, hold on. Six real life villains who'd be too crazy for comic books. And I don't remember any of the villains. I do remember the bottle. I like that that really has like next to nothing to do with the list. And that's what you got from it. Well, right. I was actually reading the article to see if there were any good crimes committed. Ah, gotcha. Yeah. Buttling is not a crime, unlike burglaring. Burgling. (laughs) All right. Bum me out. Okay. So, continuing the theme, finishing up, rounding out the theme of crimes that people are afraid will actually befall them. Mm -hmm. Abductions by strangers. Well, hold on. Let's get ready. Oh, I'm sorry. You're right. You're right. Let's go back. Continuing the theme of crime cozy. Pull out your hoodie that smells like that last campfire you were at. Mm. Maybe warm up some cider and stick a cinnamon stick in that bitch. Put your puppy in pajamas and bring him outside to snuggle with you. Oh, pick up a goat at a beer festival. Snuggle with him. Yes, this has gotten weird. It's crime cozy. (laughs) And continuing in the theme of crimes (laughs) that people are afraid might be committed against them. Um, Stranger abduction is this week. Like abductions that happen strangely? Like more strangely? No. No. Um, Although, well, no, this one is actually not even strange. Uh, It is it is an abduction by a stranger. Oh. So last year's Crime Crazy, we talked about abductions, but we mm-hmm. talked about mostly like child abductions. Mm-hmm. And it was by a stranger. And it was by a stranger. Um, very rare. Very hard to find an article on an abduction of an adult by a complete stranger. Yeah. Other than, frighteningly, about a half a dozen articles about Uber drivers that wouldn't let their passengers out. Mm, more of That's a, a thing situation. Yeah. Well, and and there were a bunch of them, and I almost decided that's what I would do is just a string of like, if you get in an Uber, you're going to get kidnapped. But mm. 
all of them are very, very short. Like as far as stories go, there's nothing terribly Not interesting about it. Right. There's no, there's no, um, like there's, it's dangerous. It's scary. It's awful. These people I'm sure were terrified, but it is very short. Generally speaking, um, there's not really anything you can do. Mm-hmm. You know, Uber's put in place some different safety measures. All actually all the ride apps have. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did manage to find one where an actual adult got actually kidnapped by a stranger who was not an Uber driver, not a Lyft driver. Or a Lyft driver. <laughs> okay. <laughs> or I don't remember what any of the others are called, but none of those either. Yes. Well, actually, that, you know, I don't know if I know what this guy did do. Maybe he was <laughs> a Lyft driver on the side. It's just not material, apparently. <laughs> yeah, it just it, she was not in a Lyft at the time. Okay, so on June 2nd, 2007, Kelsey Ann Smith went to one of our very favorite stores. The container store? Target. It's up there too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so she was 18 years old and she was at Target and I love this detail to buy her boyfriend a gift to celebrate their six month anniversary. Oh, because that's what you do when you're 18. (laughs) In love. (laughs) Right. So while she was there, her mom called and they talked for a little bit. And then after that, she checked out, bought her gifts, left the store. Four hours later, someone found her car in a parking lot across the street at a Macy's. Hmm. Everything that she'd bought and her purse and her wallet were all inside the car untouched. But Kelsey herself was gone. You don't go to Macy's without your wallet. No, no. So police went straight to the cameras and they were able to find Kelsey on target surveillance system. And they watched her go into the store. They watched her shop. They watched her talk to her mom on the phone. They watched her pick out the gifts. They watched her pay. Um, And other than the time that she talked on the phone and then to the cashier, it didn't appear that she spoke to anyone in the store the whole time she was there and they didn't see anything unusual about her behavior. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't like she was afraid she was being followed. Plus she didn't say anything to her mom. Like she was just shopping and there didn't seem to be anything strange going on in the store. They didn't see like a guy in a ski mask following her around. Um, They talked to the cashier that she checked out with, and the cashier didn't think anything unusual had happened either. Everything seemed just like a normal transaction, not memorable. But the parking lot cameras told a different story. So on those tapes, it looked like someone had met Kelsey near her car and forced her into her own car. Mm. But it was this really quick clip. You know how... They, they jump, right, because they're mm-hmm. only recording however many seconds out of however many seconds. Mm-hmm. So the clip that they had, which was also like from a camera really far away because it's in a parking lot, it was just like this quick flash of someone that they said is consistent with what it looks like when they videotape someone running in the parking lot on these cameras. Okay. So like they were pretty sure it was a person, but it wasn't like an identifiable image. Okay, They couldn't even really tell what happened. So they went to the Macy's video and that parking lot cam showed two hours after this target clip that somebody um, was that somebody dropped off Kelsey's car 
and the person was wearing a white shirt and dark pants, but it was 9.17 p.m. by this point, so it was dark outside. Mm -hmm. So it was too dark to even tell if the person was a man or a woman. They had no idea. They just could see the body. Mm -hmm. Um, However, Target's cameras just after that showed a suspicious truck leaving their lot. I'm not sure what makes a truck suspicious at Target at like 9.30 at night. Has it been sitting there all day? Probably. Maybe. Yeah. Um, And it was leaving at the right time, I guess. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. They decided that that was maybe the vehicle that the kidnapper had arrived in, then driven Kelsey's car over to Macy's and then returned and left in their vehicle. Mm -hmm. So the detectives uh, started thinking about like victimology. So why Kelsey... Did this person know her? Like, it's very unusual for a stranger to kidnap Mm -hmm. an adult. Mm -hmm. And so they went back and they watched the target surveillance cameras inside the store again. And they were able to find on the camera a man who was white in his early 20s who seemed to always be kind of near Kelsey whenever she was on the screen. Mm -hmm. So he was in almost every aisle that she was in the whole time she shopped but he never got close enough to her that she would notice. Like she had no idea he was there. Never looked at him, never anything. Mm-hmm. Um, he arrived just seconds after she did. So when she walked in the door, he was like right behind her. And he left the store while she was standing in line at the checkout without buying anything. And just like the person who left the car left Kelsey's car at Macy's. He was wearing dark shorts and a white shirt. So the police managed to get a good shot of him leaving the store and they released it to the press and it generated a ton of tips and didn't find a suspect. Hmm. So then they went back to Kelsey's car and they looked for fingerprints and DNA and all of this kind of stuff they had to go through and eliminate pretty much anyone that kelsey knew because of course they would have a reason for their prints to be on her car well yeah especially when you're 18 the person with the car has all the people in their car all the people (laughs) right and like i like we've said which i hope that at the end of this episode your statistics bear this up um but it's it's unlikely that you're going to be kidnapped by a stranger so Mm. really they didn't have a lot of hope that they would find a stranger's fingerprints on her car Mm -hmm. because probably the person who took her was somebody that she knew. Mm -hmm. But they did find one set of prints on the seatbelt of the car that didn't match anyone in Kelsey's life. Mm. So they went back to the video to look at the suspect. And this time they pulled video from the parking lot before Kelsey arrived and they found the truck that left after her car had been dropped at Macy's and they mm-hmm. managed to pull another photo of their suspect, which matched the the other photo, none of which are good quality, right. but another photo of the guy that appeared to be the same guy. And this one they released to the public um, as well. So this didn't help a whole lot, mm-hmm. but on June 6th, Verizon finally turned over cell phone records to the investigators. So on the day of the disappearance, the investigators requested that Verizon turn over like tower and like location Mm -hmm. records. And they didn't, they didn't comply. It's, um, it's a privacy issue for them. They, you know, 
didn't want to give that information on somebody that was paying them without that person's express permission. But of course, since she was missing, she couldn't give it. Mm -hmm. And so it took several days for this to this to happen. Um, Once they finally got this information, they were able to find a cell tower that Kelsey's phone had pinged near Longview Lake in Jackson County. And they went to the area and they searched like a mile out from the tower and they managed to, within 45 minutes, find Kelsey's body in the woods. Mm. Yep. So she was 18 miles from the target where she'd been abducted. She had been sexually assaulted and strangled with her own belt and then left in the woods. Yeah. So the same day that they found her on June 6th, there was also a tip that was called in by a man who said that the suspect in these newer photos was definitely his neighbor. And his neighbor even had a truck that he drove that matched the description of the truck that arrived and left the target parking lot. And so they rushed over to the home of Edwin Roy Hall, who went by Jack. Sure. Sure. I mean, I guess no one wants to be Edwin. Or Roy? I mean, fair. Jack is a little random. Yeah. <laughs> so Hall, Jack, was in the process of packing to go on vacation, air mm. quotes, with mm-hmm. his wife and son. Oh, gross. He didn't have a record as an adult. He was 26 years old, but he did have a juvenile record of assault. He had been adopted at seven years old, but then he had been returned to the system by his adoptive parents when he was 15 (gasps) because he kept threatening his adopted sister with a knife and they felt that her life was in danger and couldn't keep him around. Um, He had also beaten another child in the head with a baseball bat. So he was very, very violent. Now, to be fair, my great aunt once smacked my grandma in the head with a baseball bat. Wow. So I, feel I like never that smacked sometimes. my sisters with a baseball bat um, or threatened anyone with a knife, actually. See, my siblings are so much younger that you just can't threaten them because... It's just mean. But yeah, you know, if you're 15 and they're, you know, one... <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I have all sorts of feels about about him being returned to the system. How is that an after eight years? Option. Like, um, what if that had not? What if he had not been an adopted child? Like, yeah. If one of your children is behaving in a way that threatens you or your other children or whatever, like. There are options. You don't just automatically be like, I'm done with this one. Here you go, state. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Uh, maybe they, maybe returned to the system was more like committed to a psychiatric. I don't know. I don't, I don't actually have any idea. No, it just it seems like that shouldn't adopted. be an option. It shouldn't. It shouldn't be an option. It's the same as having a kid maybe he was not maybe he was a foster child in like a long-term placement that never was adopted maybe but either way like I just have such like we raised a, a child that was really challenging for a while who was also adopted right that is just something you don't do to a kid but at the same time he never threatened us with a knife or beat another kid with a bat so 
I get wanting to protect your other children as well. Right, but there are other ways. Yeah. It sounds like his life probably sucked. Always. Right. But I I feel like that was a factor in his behavior. But it also sounds like maybe he had turned it... Well, obviously he hadn't turned it around. But like... He seemed to have... He got somebody to marry him. He had a kid. He had a, a truck and a place to live. And yep, yep. So he he was the father of a four year old. He had a very normal life, and he had never met and had no connection whatsoever to Kelsey. And did his wife like later say anything about domestic violence or was not, she surprised? Not that I found. Yeah, no. Um, I didn't actually find anything from the wife. Um. I don't know if she would have even known about his, like, juvenile records. Yeah, how do you even tell somebody that? I mean, I think probably the same way that you're like, yeah, when I was a kid, I used to beat up other kids. I was really a bully. I was kind of a jerk. And just... I suppose. And just don't mention the, I was adopted at seven and then they returned me because I was, you know, flashing knives around and whatnot. Yeah, being evil. So Hall told the police when they went and arrested him that he didn't know Kelsey. He'd never seen Kelsey. He'd never had any contact with her. They had the wrong guy. But his fingerprints matched the ones on the seatbelt. And that's Mm -hmm. a little hard to explain. Mm -hmm. And so on June 7th, he was charged with premeditated first degree murder and aggravated kidnapping. And his bond was set at $5 million, which he did not have. So on August 1st, he was arraigned and indicted by a Kansas grand jury for murder, rape, and aggravated sodomy. And the prosecution decided they would seek the death penalty. And there was a little argument over jurisdiction for a little while because Kelsey was found in Missouri, but Hall was arrested in his home in Kansas. So it could actually have been a federal case and they could have taken that because it crossed state lines Mm -hmm. but ultimately i don't know if the federal government was like you know what actually like you can have this one or if a judge had to rule on it but the decision was that johnson county in missouri had authority over the case because that's where she was found um so then on july 22nd 2008 which was a little over a year after the murder the court ruled against a motion to have the case dismissed on a technicality that apparently was one of the things that the the defense brought up and they ruled that the prosecution could continue to seek the death penalty and the next day so the 23rd hall was at a change of venue hearing and he entered a guilty plea deal he was sentenced Mm -hmm. to life in prison with no possibility of parole and at his sentencing he apologized for his actions um So based on the evidence and his confession, the police think that Hall noticed Kelsey when she arrived alone at the Target and he followed her inside and followed her around the store to make sure that she wasn't meeting anyone. And when she got ready to check out, he went to his car, he got his gun, he forced her into her car and then drove her 20 minutes in her own car into the woods, raped and strangled her and then took her car back and put it in another lot to make it more challenging to find that something had happened to her. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, but from this case, we got the Kelsey Smith Act, which says that cell phone companies can choose to turn over data to law enforcement if the subscriber, if they believe the subscriber is in danger. Mm -hmm. 
Oh, good. So they don't have to think about, you know, they don't have the subscriber's permission or whatever else. If law enforcement is like, this person, we can't find this person, then mm-hmm. they are allowed to turn that over. Um, and it doesn't violate any sort of contract that they might have with a subscriber. And so most states now have this law and there's a big push to have it federalized so that we would all all have the law. Good. So sad story, but some good, some good law coming out of it. I think. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I have some good news about kidnapping. Uh, okay, it's just as weird as last week when you said you had bad news about rape, as if you were surprised. Right. <laughs> I'm ready. Tell me some good news about kidnapping. Um. So the good news about kidnapping is that it so rarely happens to adults at all. Mm-hmm. that I couldn't actually find any information. Oh, um, that's awesome. Yeah. So I did a lot of searching for, you know, adults being abducted and kidnapping adults, blah, 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 blah. And it always took me back to like the Center for Missing and Exploited Children or right. the Wikipedia definition of kidnapping, which makes very sure to say it has nothing to do with children, all to do with the napping. It doesn't matter how old you are. Right. And yet it pretty much only happens to children. It pretty much only happens to children. And even in terms of stranger abduction for children, they estimate mm-hmm. around 300 a year happen in the United States. So stranger abduction of children is incredibly rare and it was something like 98% of those kids come home fine. Right. Um, so, Which is great news because I can't imagine how terrifying and horrible that would be. Right. Um, so, yeah, like if your kid is kidnapped, again, it's likely to be your ex-spouse that you're fighting with or a grandparent that thinks you're doing it wrong or, you know, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So in terms of adults going missing... The closest thing that I could find is that at any given time in the United States, there are about 100,000 missing persons cases in the United States um, that are that are adults. But they don't think that really any of them have necessarily been abducted. They're just missing. Right. Um, They left. They got in a car accident. They decided to change their life they right or you know something did happen to them and nobody knows like remember when we started call your people it was because there was a whole bunch of crime or you know things that had happened that might have been prevented or might have been found out sooner if somebody just picked up the fucking phone and not believed that somebody just got mad and moved across the country two years ago (laughs) right right well even like they died suddenly in their own home of natural causes right still missing yeah right still missing um but very few of them are missing because they've been abducted by strangers. And a lot of what you find about abduction um, of adults is it ends in murder, like it did with Kelsey. Right. And the the kidnapping portion of the crime is kind of overshadowed. Right. Well, it doesn't matter much that you've been kidnapped if you've also been murdered. Right. Um Plus, it's not like the intent was to kidnap you. The intent was to murder you, and they just took you to the place they wanted to do it. Right. Absolutely. So the most common form of kidnapping of adults, um, of American adults especially, is when Americans are in places that are prone to kidnapping. 
Mm. Um, so there's certain parts of the world where Americans will be held for ransom. Diplomats, diplomats might be held for various reasons. And right. there are about two or 300 of those every year. Most of the time they come home just fine. Like 99% yeah. of the time they come home fine. Uh, it's just a more of a diplomatic thing. Right. Right. Um, but in terms of adult kidnapping, that's mostly it. Interesting. So, I hadn't again, even actually thought about that, but yeah, I guess that's, yeah. Yeah. So don't travel to countries where kidnapping is a big part of the way they do things. That's just not cool and unsafe. Right. Um, don't hang out with people that are going to kidnap you again. <laughs> like, right. That's always the best advice is like, don't be around the people who are going to do the horrible thing. Right. But as a grown up your chances of being kidnapped are super, super low. Like, accurate statistics are not necessarily capped. That, I mean, that's good news. Yeah. That's, and even something yeah. like an Uber driver, that's not necessarily considered kidnapping. That's generally, like, hostage holding or false imprisonment. Right, right. So, yeah, something like what happened to Kelsey is literally a one in a million. Yeah. Well, and, I mean, for her, again, it, she was less kidnapped for kidnapping's sake and more driven to the murder site right well it's so interesting like what was his motive like if he kind of had turned things around and you know was married and had this kid and had a pretty normal life like what happened that day at target where he's like you know what i'm gonna take her and i'm gonna rape her and murder her and dump her in a field yeah and go back to my life like nothing fucking happened well and they didn't talk about tying him to other crimes or like earlier crimes, the only the only other crimes they mentioned at all occurred when he was a very young child, like yeah. before he was 15. Yeah. And so I, I don't know. I mean, I imagine, I don't know, criminal minds would say there was some sort of stressor, something major happened in his life, and he just had a break. Yeah, and kind of the bummer part about him pleading guilty instead of going through a trial is that there's less insight. Although that's really selfish of me. Well, right. And I, I mean, I don't know if Kelsey's family would feel the same way though. Like, and I don't know, I didn't have the transcript. I didn't actually look it up at all of his confession. And maybe he did give some more details, Mm -hmm. but you don't want to, run the risk of him getting off on some stupid thing by going through a trial. But at the same time, that might be the only way that you're going to get any answers. Like that would be a hard thing to to figure out. Do you have to give details in the confession or can you just say like, yep, I did it. Um, I think, I think you can pretty much say, yep, I did it. Um, There's probably some cases where, the accepting of the guilty plea or the making of whatever deal there is there mm-hmm. is contingent on you giving certain details. Yeah. Like kind of to prove that you did it, but also, you know, if there's something that people need to know, I guess. Right. But it didn't sound like there was a ton here other than I didn't know her. I saw her, I followed her inside. No one was there. So I went ahead and did that. Yeah. I Monster. Yeah. It's so dumb. Yeah. Like, really? What could possibly be so horrible in your life that you need to do that to a person? Or what justification have you made 
Right. That but that's okay. That it's something okay to do. Yeah. Yeah. So. So a horrible story. Yeah. Actually, some good has come from in terms of the Kelsey Smith laws. Yes. Agreed. And I think that for maybe the first time in this month, I have set your mind at ease that you're probably not going to be kidnapped by a stranger. It's true. This is the first time that you've been able to say like, no, it's really not going to happen. Yeah. Like this is super not going to happen. You're fine. Don't worry about it. Yeah. 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 Well, there we go. We got cozy at last, Diana. It only took the whole month. Oh, man. Yeah. We need to find more ridiculous crimes for next year. Yes. (laughs) Next year, we'll go all cannibals all the way. All right. (laughs) Alienate half our listeners. So do you have any advice on this, our last episode of, of Crime Cozy, our last episode before our break, our last episode before we get wildly um, gory and amazingly dressed up at a Halloween party? Oh, I'm so excited. I have two pieces of advice. I'm ready. Number one, don't worry about it. You're not going to get kidnapped. It's cool. Don't you can worry, worry about it. all those other things we talked about this month. <laughs> right. Maybe not today, but at some point, maybe worry a little bit about those. Yeah. Um, and while you're worrying about those, why don't you do something to change some stuff? So remember, if you make a donation to End the Backlog at endthebacklog.org and you send me your receipt, I will match your donation up to $50 up to the first 100 people that send me a receipt. And if there are more than 100, we'll figure something else out. Awesome. 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 Definitely do that, guys. Just it takes two seconds. Send a, a tweet. Send a, an email. Yep. Just send a, send an email. Diane at CrimeCrazy.com or Erin, E-R-Y-N at CrimeCrazy.com. If yep. you like her better, that's cool. I don't care. I'm still going to send am, the money I in. am lo- a lot younger. And so... <laughs> I feel that I can speak to our younger listeners. Right, right. I suppose you are technically a different generation than I am. I, it's not even technical, Diana. I'm like not old as dirt, so I'm a different generation. (laughs) (laughs) I love you so much. Just wait until you see my costume. (laughs) You think I'm old now. (laughs) (laughs) I love you. And you, everybody should call their people. Yes. Tell them that you love them. Ask them not to kidnap you or rape you or mug you or... Stalk you. Stalk you. Yep. 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 And don't end up on next week's episode. 